Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches. We are holding a couple lines from the bottom of Lamed Zainamid Beis. Amalei Rav Ashi Lerav Kahan. I believe that's where we are up to. Now what the Gemara is going to ask the following. We left off yesterday that there was Machlok between Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim. What do you darshan from the word Mishras? That says that you're not allowed to consume something which is infused with wine. So according to the Chachamim, it was teaching us the concept of Tam Ke'ikr. Tam Ke'ikr is that if there is something that is infused with the taste of Isser, the item, even though it was infused into, example, in the Mishnah was into a, lo, into a piece of bread, the bread itself is not also to a nozer, but since it becomes infused with the taste of Yayin, then the bread itself becomes usher with a kazayas uh, of, of what it was infused with. And according to, uh, the, that was according to Rachavim, Tam Ki'ikr. If you keep a learn Tam Ki'ikr, you learn out from Ki'ule of the Rachavim, from the fact that you have to kasher the vessels that they, uh, when they, when they conquered Midian. And therefore he uses Mishras to teach me a different halacha that was to teach, him, teach me the combination principle that Heter is mitzaref with Iser. That if you have a half a kazais of, uh, of, of bread and a half a kazais of grapes, that you eat the two together as you consume the full kazais of the two together, it's considered as if you have consumed a full kazais of Isser of grapes. That is a bigger Chiddush than, uh, than, uh, Tom Ki'ikr. That's the Chiddush of Hetem Star of the Isser. Okay. So now, listen carefully. The Gemara is going to ask you, Kavaldi Yakasha. We're going to see that, uh, the Mishnah brings a, uh, a Alocha and it's based on a, a Drosha from a Pasuk, right? I think the, the, the Rosh learns this from the word extra, from the word kol, right? Kol ayotze min geffen, I believe, where's the, where's the, uh, uh, kol, uh, kol ha-devar? Kol ha-devar ha-shere ho? No, 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 no. The Drosha was, uh, kol ha-shere ho? No, 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 I believe that was that. Anything that comes up from, comes out from the vine, there is a violation on it. That, that, that was the, that there was, so what is the kol coming to include? So the Gemara, the, the, the Mishnah Torah Halacha, that means that all of the vine products can combine. So let's say you have uh, half a kazayas of grape and half a kazayas of uh, skins, or, ha- or half a kazayas of skins and half a kazayas of, of the pits, it doesn't have to be a full kazayas of each one. They can combine to the shear of kazayas to violate the laws of, 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 of Nazirus, of Nazir. So one asks really a gavaldig akasha. If according to Rabbi Akiva, even heter combines with iser, even half a loaf of, uh, half, uh, half a kazayas of bread will combine with half a kazayas of, of grapes, so then, Kavachomer, that if it's a half a kazais of something that is usser anyway, will, combi- will combine with another half a kazais of something that is too, too great, too, too vine products will be combined. You don't need a drusha to teach me that, because that would be from logic, if the, if, if, if Mishras teaches me that het is mitzarvle itzer, so if the het is mitzarvle itzer, then kol shakein itzer is mitzarvle itzer. Why do I need a drusha to teach me that? That's the question was asking on Rabbi Akiva. Alright? So let's see this inside. So I'm going to Ravashi, Lerav Kahana, El Hadassanya. From there we learn, yeah, yeah, the Pasuk is, Mikola Sheyasa Migefana Yayin. Anything that is produced from the grapevine, what do we learn on that? Limadal Isurei Nazir, Sheymetzav and Zenza. The different Nazir violations, the consumption of the different things from the vine, combine with one another. Now the Rabbi Akiva, but this is difficult, this Russia according to Rabbi Akiva is going to be difficult to understand. Because if he learns from the earlier part of the Pasuk, which is Mishras, that you learn Heter is Mitzarev with Isser. So then Isser, Le Isser, boy, why do I need another Drosha to tell me that Isser combines with Isser? So, the Gemara says something over here which is very fundamental. We're going to explain it outside and then we'll see it inside. This is both the Rosh and, and Tozer say. They were saying like this. If you hold that 
uh, Isser combines with Isser, that means that you have a full kazais of Isser. It's true that they're different items, but it's a full kazais of Isser, and what normally applies, what is considered to be an Achila, as long as the full kazais is consumed, Kadeh Achilas Pras, within the nine minute span, or three minute span, however you understand Kadeh Achilas Pras, you have violated the prohibition of eating a kazais of Isser within that amount of time. Now, it doesn't matter the order you eat it. You could eat the first half a kazais. Let's say you ate the first half kazais of grapes, and then uh, two minutes later you ate the second half kazais of grape skins. You have completely, the, the Pasuk tells me that we view this as if you ate a kazayas of Isser. That, that's, that would be if Isser combines with Isser. But when you talk about Isser combining with Heter, there the Gemara is going to say that it only combines if you eat them actually together. If you don't eat them together, if you first ate the half a kazais of bread, and then three minutes later ate the half a kazais of grapes, or the other way around, that would not combine. The din of Heter and Mitzvah Le'Isr has to be that Yimamish are eating them together. It can't be within the span of nine minutes. So there's a big difference. So the, the, that, that the, 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 the din that the Isr combines with Isr allows it to be eaten separately within nine minutes and you're still five for eating his eyes. Whereas Heter and Mitzvah Le'Isr, unless Yimamish eating them together, then they don't automatically combine. So we just explained what the novelty, according to Yekiva, of why we need the drasha of the Kolasher, Yatsumigefan, to teach me Isser combines with Isser. So he wanted to say it like this, Amar Lei. So this was Rav, uh, uh, Rav Kahana answering Rav Ashi. He says, bevas achas. If you want to use the combination principle, the mamish have to be eaten at the same time. You can't split them up and say, oh, well, it's within nine minutes. No, that's not going to be Mechai of you. But Esther, the Esther, when you combine from the positive of Kol Hashayat and Negef and Ayin, in that, in that, in, in, uh, in, uh, in that uh, uh, principle, that the Esther is Mitzvah with Esther, I feel it is Achazet, even if it's not eaten together, but it's, as long as it, it is within the span of Kedah Hilas Pras, you will have violated eating entire Kazayas. Now the Gemara asks a, a, a similar question, uh, and, and the, it goes as follows. We learn in, uh, I believe it's Maseches Makis. All right, Rabbi uh, Shimon's Shita is as follows. All right, and we had it also, I believe, in the beginning of the Perak, uh, the beginning of the Sechlant of Dalit. Rabbi Shimon's Shita was that the idea that you have to eat a kazayas of something to be liable was only for korbonus. If you want to know if you inadvertently consume something you're not supposed to eat, do I have to bring a carbon? There is a shear. You have to eat a kazayas. But for lashes, any small amount, you're going to be high of lashes. Any small amount. So ask the Gemara, Gavaldi Akasha, if you're high of lashes for any small amount, then why do I need a drosha to tell me, Mikola Geffen, that a half a gazais of grapes combines with a half a gazais of skins, you don't need them to combine. You're chayev on any amount, so you don't need to have the iser combining with the iser. It's automatically going to be in violation, even for the smallest amount. So, so why do you need to teach that iser can starve iser from that? That's the most kasha. Olav Shimon, the late siruv, that does not hold that you need any combining, right? So because you're chayev for the smallest amount, you don't need a kazais. Kazais is for carbon, not for lashes, not for violation. So therefore, my darish. So what is he darshan from the pasuk Mikola Shayase? Right? So Amalach, he says, actually, that's coming to teach me something completely different. The drush of Mikola Shayase is referencing a different machlokus from Shivan and the Chacham we had. There's no question. The person says, I want to be a Nazir. So automatically he's a Nazir and all of the restrictions apply. But what happens if a person said, I want to be a Nazir specifically, I want to be a Nazir. I'm not going to drink wine. And he doesn't mention the other prohibitions. He only mentions one of the prohibitions that he is, uh, is, is, right. So it's not, even though he just said, I want to be a Nazir, that is grandfather's in all of the prohibitions. But here he's specifically single on, I want to be a Nazir so that I'm not allowed to drink wine. But he never said anything about, so we had him at because the Chacham said it doesn't matter. 
Once you said, I want to be a Nazir, that automatically restricts you from all the restrictions of Nazir, top of Lamed Ches. That automatically restricts you from all the provisions of Nazir, even if you only mentioned one. According to Rab Shimon, no, he darshans from the fact that it says, Mikol is that if you mention even, uh, uh, if you're going to mention one, you better mention them all. But if you only mention one, then it's not binding until you've mentioned them all. Wait a minute, because it's a mikol. Yeah, that's what he learns from the call. So you're right, you don't need it for Yisr, Mitzvah, for Yisr, but you need it for this drosha. So when it says, my darish base, amalach, I hope me boile, he needs it to teach me, that if you're already going to be listing them, you better be listing them all. And if you don't list them all, you're not, it's not a binding Naziru. So that's what he learns out from the Drosha Mikol. Now, the uh, Taizus asks over here, Lechora, according to Rab Shimon, why is it only asking him from what does he do with the word Mikol? Lechora, what does he do with the word Mishras? Mishras, we said, to teach me that the heter is mitzdarav with the iser. Chora, according to him, you don't need heter mitzdarav with iser, right? You don't need that. Or even if you hold, let's say it doesn't hold like Rabbi Akiva. Let's say he holds like the uh, Chachamim, Tam Ke'ikr. You don't need, Chora, why do you need Tam Ke'ikr? Any amount of iser is, it, it creates violation. So, so Taizu's answers is that there is a Chiddush. Because even though any amount of Isser creates a violation, maybe it has to be unadulterated. It can't be mixed with anything. Maybe if it would be mixed with something, then you would not have unadulterated Isser to, require, to, to, to obligate you for lashes. The Chiddush of Mishras would be that even if it's Heter, it's Mitzvah with Isser, or even if it's infused into something that's Heter, it's still considered Isser to be Machai of you, Malkus. That's how Rav Shimon is going to learn from what, what, what he's going to learn from Mishras. So we explained Rav Shimon's Shita, what he does, according to Tosas, what he does with Mishras, and according to Gemara, what he does, Mikol HaShayyatsah, Megef Okay. Now, let's keep going. Now's a little, a little bit of a light of Gemara till the end of the Ahmed. Let's go. Amar Abba, Amar Abba Loza, called Rav Yishev Torah, Ein Hetem Mitzvah of the Isser. That this is actually uh, uh, similar to what Rav 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 Avahu taught in the name of Rav Yochanan. That was Rav Avahu, Rav Dimi. They both held. That Rabbi Yochanan said Rabbi Vo. We had Rabbi Vo said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. So yet a couple of days ago we quoted Rabbi Vo saying that Rabbi Yochanan is that uh, all Isurim in the Torah heter doesn't it start of the Isur except for the Kazayas by the Kazayas of Nazir. By the Kazayas of Nazir, Mishras tells you that heter is it start of the Isur. Now Rabbi Vo, I'm Rabbi Lozer. So Ravavo said it over in the name of Rabbi Lozer. Rabbi Lozer was a Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan. He said it over a little differently. He said that all Revios, we know that the prohibition of liquids is a Revios Alun. Anywhere from 2.9 uh, ounces to 5 point something. There's a shadow of what exactly what a Revios Alun is. But that amount of liquid, it, you don't say that if you have mixed in it other liquids which are not Osir, uh, that'll combine to the shear that the Torah requires. It chutz benaz, except by the revius, by the revius of yayin, then you say, Shari Amra Torah Mishra, since you learn from the word Mishra, infused, so therefore you learn, Hetz Mutzarev Le'Isr. So basically, still both seem to go in the sheet of Rabbi Akiva, that from Mish, Mishras you learn the principle of Hetz Mutzarev Le'Isr. The one who wants to know that according to the Rabbi Voy in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, now the fact that one was talking about a Kazais and one was talking about a Revius, that's not so difficult because one could be going like the Mishnah Rishonah. If you remember, at least the way the Rush learned this, the Rush learned that Mishnah Rishonah, everyone agreed that it's across the border to Revius. The Mishnah Chrona, which was going to see Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, everyone holds across the board, it's Kazai. So whether you hold the Isra's Revius, or whether you hold the Isra's Kazai, is not important over here. What is important is applying the combination principle. But the question right over here is, that what's the difference, where, where, that when Rabbi Avol quoted Rabbi Yochanan, 
right? The way he quoted it, that there's a combination principle that applies everywhere, uh, doesn't, it only applies by Nazar, doesn't apply everywhere else. And Ravavo said the name of Lazar seems to be the same thing. So my Ikah between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar. So what's the difference when Rabbi Avo quoted in the name of Rabbi Yochanan to what Rabbi Lazar quoted it in the name of Rabbi Yochanan? So Mordechai says like this. Um, now, uh, Ikah Benayu says the Mordechai like this. There is a huge difference between them. Rabbi Yochanan specifically was talking about foods. He was talking about foods. Now, if you're talking about foods, so therefore he's saying this combination uh, principle that Hetzis Mustafa Isser could even be a liquid combining with a solid. That's a much greater Chiddush than what Rabbi Avo is holding in Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar is saying it by liquids. By liquids, you would say, the heter is mitzar of le'isr. That would you'd say that wine could be mixed with, 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 with apple juice or whatever, with other combinations, but only when they're both liquid can you say it. But not that you would say it with a, 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 a liquid and a solid. There you don't see that you're saying this combination property. So what it says like this, where it says, Ika ben He's applying the combination principle to even foods. Now the way the Mephorish learns it means foods with foods. Right? Not, he actually, we learned that even food, uh, liquids and solids. But he's saying, is Rabbi Yochanan saying it could apply by solids, even solids with solids. Rabbi Lozah, Mashkin in, Midiachroni Lo. Rabbi, uh, only, uh, liquids can combine. The way, the way, uh, two ways to learn this. Either liquids can combine with a solid, or liquids can combine with liquids. But a solid with a solid, According to Rabbi that would not be, you would not apply the combination uh, principle. Only in Rabbi Yochanan do we see that. We do not see that in... Uh, uh, right, okay. So, so and, and, and <coughs> the... Um, Rabbi says, what? That you can liquids. Liquid. Uh, liquid. But a liquid, uh, either either the way, uh, uh, two foods would not necessarily combine. What about a liquid and a food? So that's that's what I so lechora uh, lechora. Let's just see here. The total is the same way. Avot yolaz kolisin shvetor was a filo och lemarbi mishum the mishras mashma pas umiyain the sfirule of Yochanan to add in kolisin nazar kigon chartz on the zag. He seems to say that that Reb Lazar liquids will be. Yeah, infusion could be into solids. That Rabbi will agree. But he won't agree with if it's a solid and a solid. That's, that's why the Mephorish learns. I think that's what Toad seems to be saying as well. Alright, let's go on. I'm Rabbi Lozer. Esther of saying, there are four areas, there are ten areas in Halacha that the principle of Revius is required. That it has to be at least a, a Revius Halug. Again, anywhere from uh, two point, uh, I think it's two point three or, or, or two point nine. I don't remember exactly. So five point something ounces. There are five areas in Allah, and just the way to remember them, these are uh, ten. Uh, these are the ten areas. Benakad Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana came along, and he says the way you want to memorize something, you want to give a mnemonic. So how do you remember the ten? So take the following in your hand. If you seize the following, you you make the following mnemonic yourself. You remember Chamesh Tumkaso. Five of them involve red. Okay? So five of them are red. Red means either they're, they're, they're blood or they're wine. Five of them include either red items, either white or blood. And chamesh chavarta, and five of them are white. Okay? What are the whites? He's talking about either water or oil. So order of oil. So five of these are right. So now, chamesh so what are the five reds? Nazir, you say he came up, he came up with a, a mnemonic, a line. Do you remember this line? Each word represents one. Nazir v'osef Pesach. You have a Nazir that is, is celebrating the Korban Pesach or celebrating Pesach. Shehoru b'migdash, they taught in the Pesach Migdash for Mesa and then they died. So remember that line, we'll come up with the five reds. What are the five reds? Let's go through them. Nazir, that's Revius Yai. That's the first one that's where the, uh, that has to be a quarter of a, 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 a quarter of a lug of of yarn to violate the prohibition of uh, to get lashes. Le, uh, all right, that's lenozir revius yarn lenozir. That's the first one. Ose pesach. What's the celebrating the pesach? That's the easy one, right? Coming up. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Arba kosos al The four kosos of geula, l'shonos of geula to be yotze the dollar kosos. Each cup has to be a minimum of. 
a quarter of a look, a revius. Has to hold a revius. Has to hold a look. How much of it do you have to drink? Is it a mouthful? Is it a majority? Okay, but it has to at least contain a look. Alright? That's the second one. Shahoru, that gave instruction or that taught, that's Shosrevius Yayin Al Yore. That means Alocha is a, a dayan. A person who wants to paskin Alocha is not allowed to do so inebriated. What is already considered to be a stage of inebriation if he's uh, imbibed, a, uh, consumed a revius of wine. Bamikdash, what is the Mikdash, the word Bamikdash? That's another Alocha, alright? Aaron Akain was taught specifically the Alocha that if a Kohen goes in to do the service in the inebriated, he is Chayv Misa, right? The Shots are Revius Yayin, it's a Revius of Yayin. Alright, but Nechas Lamikdash, and then he enters into Mikdash to do service, he is Chayv Misa Videh Shamayim. The Mesu, and the last one, what is it going to do with death? The halacha is that, uh, that the Tumas Mace, if you have a body or a Kazais of a dead body that is in an, a covered area, everything under that covered area is called Tumas Ohel. Now, blood itself uh, is, is, is interesting, is that if you have a reverse of blood from a dead body, that also is able to create a tumor of tumus ohel. The novelty over here is, what if you didn't have a full reverse from one body, but from two separate bodies, it, it, it added together to it. So that the dust combined to create the sheer reverse, to create the shear of Tumas oil. So therefore, what is Meisu? The Sanya, Menayin, the Revius Dam. How do we know the Revius Dam? Sheyotzim, Mishnei, Meisim, even it came from two corpses. Shimatama, Baal, Matama, Tumas oil. Shemember, Al Navshos, Meis, Lo Yavan. That's Al Nefesh, Meis. Al Navshos, it's plural, from the, 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 the two Nefashos that are dead, that the, the blood comes out, right? Lo Yavo, you're not allowed to enter into the Ohel, so that teaches me. So anyway, we listed their five that involve a revius, right? Whether it is blood or, uh, or wine, that's the red ones, okay? Now, chameish chivarto, there are five that are white, and these are going to involve either water or oil. Chalas, now also there's a mnemonic to remember this. Chalas, the, the bread of the nazir and the metzorosh and nefzalur that became disqualified on Shabbos. So that's what you remember. The, the loaves of the Nazir and the Matzorah became disqualified on Shabbos. Let's go through them. Chalas, what is that referring to? So that's referring to the carbon Toda. Right. Where is their concept of quarter of a lug? Alright. A revere Shemen. That, uh, it, uh, it, it, so, so Chalas is that there's a revere Shemen for the loaves. Now if you take a look at Tosfos, Tosfos elaborates on this much better. Just to the left, you move to the left of the Gemara, the Divra Maskal starts with a Chalas Revius Shemen, that you need a Revius Shemen of Chalas. He says, the Chalas Toda, we're talking about the Carbon Toda, Myri, we're discussing. Now there were 40 loaves that came along with the Carbon Toda. Okay? Now, 10 of those loaves were Matzah. So the 10 that were Matzah were, we're not talking about the oil that was needed to make them. I'm, I'm, ten, I'm sorry, 10 of them were Chametz. 10 of those loaves were Chametz. And Chametz, we know, does not go on the Mizbeach. So therefore, they were not made with, uh, with, with, with holy oil that had to go on the Mizbeach because they never went on the Mizbeach. So, to, so we left with 30 loaves. Alright, there are 30 loaves. Now these 30 loaves, how were they divided? So, Bechalas Toda Mairish. Ayushlosha Minim Vimatza. 30 of them were made from Matza. Asara Chalos. 10 of them were called Chalos. Right, loaves. Which is also Matza loaves. Asara Rebuchin. 10 of them were, uh, were deep fried. Okay. Basara Kikin. And 10 of them were wafers. So that's your 30 loaves. Alright? Right now, but to unin chazi log and the thirty loaves together to prepare them needed a half a log of oil. Okay, but how to divide it? Va'amar chotzolu chetzi of the endings, and and what we're learning here is that you divided the half a log into two halves, a quarter log and a quarter log. Half of it was for the rakikin and the chalos, the wafers. And the, uh, and the loaves, only between the two, between those 20 loaves, you all needed a quarter of a log. However, the deep fried, which was the Rebuchah, since it was deep fried, 
That itself, for the ten loaves, needed a quarter loaf. So when we say in quarter loaf, that means for the thirty loaves, they would, they needed to take a half a loaf, divide into two batches, a quarter loaf and a quarter loaf. Twenty of the loaves used one quarter of the loaf, that was the chalos and the rekikin, and ten of the loaves used the other quarter of the loaf, that was the revuchin. The whole point of this exercise is to show you that with white, which is the oil, there is a concept of quarter of a loaf. Let's go on. Nazir, where do we find Nazir? Revere Shemen, the Nazir. The Nazir also brought loaves. The, the Nazir's loaves did not involve deep fried loaves. It only were the chalos and rakikin, and therefore it only did a quarter loaf for the twenty loaves. I believe there are twenty loaves for of the Nazir. Mitzora, alright, where is their quarter loaf in front of the Mitzora? So in the Mitzora's, uh, purification process, they took two birds and they slaughtered a, uh, a, li- a, a, a bird and the dead bird's blood got mixed into water and then the live bird was, uh, blood was put onto the, 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 the uh, and then, then a li- the, the, the bl- that mixture was put onto the, onto the, onto the wings of the live bird. But anyway, it says the water. How much water did you have in the container that you slaughtered the bird over? Right? It's a quarter. That container contained in it also a quarter of a lug. What is Shanifsul that became disqualified? What is that referencing? So the Chachamim made a takana that liquids, if you have liquids that became Tomei, the rabbinically, if you consume them, then you become disqualified from consuming Truma. Right? How much liquids combine together to if you ingest or if you consume that you become disqualified, it has to be at least a quarter of a lug. It's not. Sharko, Mashkim, all other liquids, Tmeyim, rabbinically, they're Tomei, Posler and Zadviya, they disqualify a person's body from allowing him to eat Truma. Alright? Berevius. If there's a Revius, a lug in those liquids. And the last one is uh, Shabbos. What is Shabbos? We know that you're not allowed to carry on Shabbos. How much aren't you allowed to carry? Well, each thing depends on the item that you deal with in terms of the significance. When you carry liquids, how much liquid are you high for carrying on Shabbos? You're high for a vias of liquid. And even if you're taking, you're throwing it out into Rosh Hashanah because you want to dump it, it's still only high if it is a revius. That's the revius we're referring to. There's none. Sharkal and all other liquids, but revius, you're in violation if you did a revius of a lug, and they take out the word vishar, and kala shofin, and all liquids that you're dumping from the Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah also is dafka if there is a revius. So we've come up with ten cases that involved a revius. Basu Leiko says the Gemara that what? You don't have any other cases in the area of Halacha that involve a revius. This is the only ones you can come up with. Ha'ika, what about the following? We know Natilis Yadayim, right? The cup that you fill up with Natilis Yadayim should contain at least a quarter of a lug of water. And we're going to see, it's very interesting, is that if you had a quarter lug of water and there's water left in the cup, not only one person can use that cup, but a second person can use it. He doesn't have to fill it up again to be a quarter lug of water. He can use the leftover water as long as the first person filled it up to be a quarter lug of water. So what do you see, though? In the area of halacha, there is a concept of... A quarter of a lug. So what it says like this: Mervius not lechor of aika mervius. So this would add to the white cases. Not only a dime leechad for one person. I feel you could even do l'shnayim. So says the Gemara that is not agreed to by everyone because there are opinions that say no. You all, each person has to have his own quarter of a lug of water. You can't use somebody else's cup if it no longer contains in it. And since it's a machlokas, we're only listing over here and a list that is unequivocal, that is not argued about, and that's why um, 
in the case of the water of the Tulsi Daim is not. But Pluktala Kamairi. And the water goes through this exercise a couple of times. Vahaika, Hayamevi, Faile Shilcheres. This is talking about by the Sota. So they would bring a container, a file of, of, of earthenware. So first opinion says they would put into it half a lug of water that they were going to put the ashes to mix into for the woman to drink. Right, mina kior from the kior that was the laver that was uh, uh, that 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 contained the water in the azara. And Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a revius. It was a revius. You see, there's another sheet of a revius of water. Again, it wasn't about the gemara, but since it involves a machlokas, that's why it's not listed in the white cases. Says the gemara like this. The Gemara in Brachos talks about that if you have urine on the ground, you should not daven next to it, unless you dilute it. How much water has to put into the urine to dilute it? So the first opinion says, Any amount is considered enough to dilute the pungency of the urine to allow you to daven. From Zaka, it has to be revius. It has to be revius. So again, why didn't you include that in the list? And the answer is the same answer. Is We're not discussing Machlok. Says the Gemara, Vahaika mikvah. The halach is like this: for a person to go to a mikvah, you need to have a mikvah that contains how much? Forty saw. But what about if you have small items like a kalim mikvah, like needles and, and, and little forks that they used to use? For, so how much? You don't you don't technically need forty saw. The halach is it has to have at least a quarter of a lug. So that's a case where you see a quarter of a lug of water is being mentioned. Why is not recorded? So what it says, why Barma, he leave that case out to Batlu Rabban, because the Rabban came along later, this is the way, at least one of the shots of Entices, the Rabban always came away later and said that it becomes too confusing to allow Kalim Mikvahs to be the different shear than a Mikvah for a person, and therefore in our days, even Kalim Mikvahs have to be 40 saws. So we don't include that case. Now, there's a, a very simple Gemara, but there is a question over here, and I'm going to tell you what Tosos answers and Rishonim answer to it. What exactly? That, uh, honestly, I, I still think it's very difficult. Yeah, it needs a shot. But they, they, the, in the reds, this was all the case of white, and we said that. What about this case of white? What about this case of white? We said no. That's involving machlokas. But what was one of the cases in the red? One of the cases of red was that a nausea is chayiv if he drinks how much wine? A quarter lurid. We learned that there's a machlokas between the Mishnah Rishona and the Mishnah Achrona. Does it have to be a quarter of a lug? Or does it only, is it learned out that it has to be a kazayas? We're going to see on the Amid base, right? Now if you learn the way we learn that it has to be a kazayas, there's a machlokas in the liquid. So why is that included? So you know what tells us answers? That this problem that we don't include machlokas is only talking about the whites. But in the reds, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's what he answers. Now, what exactly that means, you've got homework. Try to figure out what that means. <laughs> but anyway, that's what Tosvos is bothered by it, and that's the answer that Tosvos gives. All right. Now, we're going to learn again. I, I take a look. Rabbeinu Tam has a different shot over here. Tosvos down. But this is the way the Rosh learns is at the Sugi. Again, the way we're learning right now is that the difference between the Mishnah Rishon and the Mishnah Achrona is that the Mishnah Achrona learns Everything is Rabbi Salud, solids and liquids. The Mishnah Rishona. The Mishnah Achrona came along and said, everything is a Kazayas, liquids and solids, right? Which both of them is a novelty, because usually it's liquids is a Revius and solids a Kazayas, but for some reason by Nazir, it all is under one umbrella. So it's either all a Kazayas, like the Mishnah Achrona, or it's all a Revius by the Mishnah Rishona. That's the way the Rosh explained this, and it tells us in one Rosh, and the Tom, take a look at it. But if you're going to have that, you have to change the gear so you got a little bit. We have to tweak it, take out a word. So you only chayev unless you eat a kezayis. This was Mishnah Achron. It has to be a kezayis. said even drinking is only a kezayis. Tanakama, the Mishnah Rishona, take out the word loy. Right? The right? Medama lahan lechol isurin nazir l'shtiya. The Tanakama compares all of the nisurin, even the eating, he compares to drinking. And drinking is normally a revius, therefore in this case, uniquely by nazir, the eating also has to be a volume of a revius. For Rabbi Akiva, who's the Mishnah Achrona, right, that's redaction by, by Rabbi, came and since the Pazit says like this, it writes the uh, the, 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 you're not allowed to drink wine, right? And then it says, and you're not allowed to eat grapes. 
but it combines it with a vol. Whether the, the, the grapes are fresh or whether they're raisins, lo yoichal. But the fact that it combines it with a vav, meaning it's combining the drinking of the wine to the eating of the solids. So his take on it is why is it combining? To tell me that the lo yoichal is just as the eating of the grapes and the raisins is clearly a kazayas. So therefore, even the earlier part of the passage which talks about the drinking of the wine, that's unique in the laws of Nazir. So therefore, Kolisur and his kazayas is all the size. But the way we just learned that Gerosh, you said that to say that that's the, the, the Mishnah Rishona learned the other way around. Yes, it's combining the solids to the liquids, but it's learning the other direction. Is that Vav Moshevah Indian Rishon? And the question is, which one is it? Eli Metachna or Tachna Elo? Which one are you learning from which? According to Rabbi Akiva, you're learning the solids teach you about the liquids. According to the Mishnah Rishon, the liquids are teaching you about the solids, and they both are in a, have a din of a revius. That is the way. But again, you have to take out the word loy in order to explain this chat. Let's go weiter. Chayvalayan with Neatzma. All right. We're getting into some very fundamental uh, uh, principles now, and and uh, we're not going to, to give it, a, it. It's really the right amount of time that it deserves. Again, in Daf Yomi, but let's see. Tanrabonon, right? So it says as follows: Anavim lachem vivashem leyochal. It says, right? Says a person not allowed to eat moist grapes or dry grapes. Dry grapes we call raisins. Raisins, right? Leyochal. Now the Torah went. The Torah could have just said, "Don't eat grapes." The Torah just said, don't eat grapes. I would understand, I'm not allowed to eat grapes. And I'm not allowed to eat raisins. Whether it's dry grapes or moist grapes, the Torah would not. But the Torah went out of its way to, to create two different classes. Don't eat moist grapes and don't eat dry grapes. Why did the Torah do this? And we're going to say a very interesting thing. Let's say somebody is sitting down at, to have himself a, uh, a, a geschmack, a cheeseburger. Right? And you go over to the person and say, listen, you know, that's nevela. If you eat from that, you're violating the Isra of don't eat Nevela. So you have witnesses, you give Hasra, he takes a bite into this hamburger and he eats a kazais of the hamburger, he's high of lashes. Let's say this guy orders a Big Mac and so therefore he's got in here five kazaisim. Right? How many sets of lashes will he get? And cheese. Let's leave that. Let's leave out Nevela. Let's leave that out. Okay, fine. Uh, make it cheeseless. So anyway, the point is, so what, what, how many, now he had five pieces of, because I said, how many lashes? In so one bite, said it's one, right? Ooh, only, not one bite. No, no, okay. I mean, if one sitting. Whole, right. Sitting. If you want to hire him five malchus, each time he eats another nevela, kazayas, you would have to say, don't eat another. So therefore, if one hasra only will cover him for one set of lashes. Right? What the, clear? What the Gemara is going to say over here is that the fact that, now you could have thought raisins, who cares, raisins, moist grapes, dried grapes, alright, you tell the guy you're not allowed to eat grapes or raisins, and he sits down and he eats a pile of grapes and a pile of raisins, he will still get only one set of lashes because it's the same as eating the hamburger. But the fact that Torah went out of its way to create two classes, a class of moist grapes and a class of, even though in taste, they have the same taste, they both taste like grape, that's the assumption over here, yeah, they both taste the same taste, but the fact that the Torah calls them something different, that separates it, that means if you tell the guy, hey, you're not allowed to eat grapes, whether it's moist grapes, this is the way the Rosh learns it, you have to speak out, whether it's moist or dry grapes, you're not allowed to eat, eat it, and he sits down and eats a kazais of moist grapes, and then a kazais of dry grapes, he's going to get two sets of lashes. Because since the Torah separated it, even though it has the same taste, but it has different names, therefore, and from there we're going to learn that other things that they might have the same taste, but if they have different names, you can get two sets of lashes for it with, for, for, without having to go and each time tell the guy, don't do this, don't do this. That, that's the way the, the, the Rosh understands it. So let's see it inside. So Tanur Abanan, Anavim Lachem Evasion LeYochal LeChaye. The Torah is separated into two categories. The Chayav Al Zevif Neatzmo. You get you get Malchus for the moist grapes and for the dry grapes. Al Zevif Neatzmo. Mikanat Adan, and you can derive the following principle 
from this pasuk. All Yisurim Shatar. Ma'kan, just as over Yeshu, min echad. Even though it's out, at the end of the day, a moist grape or a dry grape is the same min. The, 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 the rush calls it, they have the same taste. So it's a, it's a grape, right? They ain't Shnei Shemus, but they have two different names. One's called a moist grape, one's called a dry grape. They have different names. So therefore, and the Torah therefore holds you guys to separate lashes for each one, right? Uh, one for so therefore in other cases things that might appear to be mamish the same taste the same type of thing but if they call the different names now what 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 are you what are you coming to include I mean so other case what are the other cases that you might include as well so one is a very interesting thing is that Freshly squeezed grapes, right? Your mama should do grape juice. Freshly squeezed grapes taste the same thing as grapes. Just one is called grape juice and one is called grapes. They've got different names, but it tastes the same. So therefore, you might think, therefore, this is like the one guy is eating the hamburger and eating multiple kazasim. No. The fact that we call it different names, we can learn from grapes and raisins here too, that if you warn him, you're not allowed to eat grapes, you're not allowed to eat grape juice, he's going to get two sets of lashes for the consumption of a kazais of each. Fresh juice, fresh grape juice, the envy and and grapes. Now, the the uh, the, the, the Tysus asks over here, but one second, that's that you already have it isn't fresh juice mentioned in the Pasuk, because the Pasuk says Yain Beshechar. Now how do we translate Yain Beshechar? Yain is new wine and Shechar is, is aged wine. So isn't you new wine referring to Grape juice. So what do you have to bring a raya from grapes and raisins for grape juice? Just learn it out from Yain and Shechar. So Taizra so says that no. Because grape juice means that it hasn't even fermented three days. Grape juice means it's less than three days. After three days, there's already a fermentation process at the beginning. So new wine and old wine, mentioned in the Pasuk, is talking about both cases. It's after three days. Here, when we're talking about Freshly squeezed grape juice, it's mamish less than three days. That's so like mamish like it's just grapes in liquid form. Nothing, there's no process that's happened. That's what we're referring to over here. Let's go on. Amar Abayah. Now, if a person eats khartsan, let's just go, there's different things what it means. That means, let's say it means pits, right? Khartsan means pits, and shloka shtav, you get two sets of lashes. Achal zav, if you eat the skins, you also get two sets of lashes. Achal chazan and bezav, if you eat together a kazais of pits, a kazais of skins, logasholas, you will get a third set of lashes. Now, why? So he learns like this. He learns that the Torah specifically says, don't eat uh, pits, don't eat skins. And then the Torah says, don't eat anything that comes out of the vine. He learns that don't eat anything that comes out of the vine is a, uh, can give you a third set of lashes. Even though it includes many items. It's called, we're going to see it's called the Lav Shabbat The Lav Shabbat means there's a low say written in such a way that it includes multiple things in it. Right? It includes, but, but nevertheless, even though it includes multiple prohibitions included in that general statement, nevertheless, it can still be used to give a person an additional set of lashes. So the guy who eats pits on their own, or skins on their own, each time is going to get two sets of lashes. If he eats pits and skins, he won't get a separate one for each one, because at the end of that, that one applied to both, but he still will get a third set of lashes. That's the opinion of Abaya. Clear? Now. Rava Amar Enaloka Elal Achas. Rava says on a live of Shabbat on something that's a general statement that includes multiple prohibitions, you cannot get lashes for it. It's a general prohibition, but it does not give you for individual situations. It might even create a prohibition, but it does not create a set of lashes. Shainaloka Elal Achas. Now why? Because that's, that passage that you're referring to, that is, that you can't eat from that which comes out from the vine, that includes multiple different things. And since the Makado, you don't get lashes for such a low sase. Whereas Abayah says that you do. Alright? Now, Moshe Rav Papa. Rav Papa has the following question. 
says a person was sitting and drinking wine all day. Like we said, you got the warning at the beginning, so that warning can only help you for one set of lashes. You don't get multiple lashes. It's all under the same set of warning, right? Amrullah al-tishta al-tishta, after each time that he drinks, he says, his eyes, he says, look, right? So he said, don't drink. So therefore, he is going to be higher for each time he drinks after he's been warned not to. Right? Now, let's say this guy's eating moist grapes, dry grapes, chartsonim, let's again go with pits, zagim, skins, the sachat eshkol shalanovin, and he also squeezed the grapes, and he has freshly squeezed grape juice, the shosa lokechamish. So basically, it's saying is that from one, from one uh, 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 cluster of grapes, he could be chayev for the dry grapes that are on it, the, uh, the, the, the moist grapes, the dry grapes, the spits, the skins, and if he squeezes it into grape juice, then he's going to be chayev a fifth case. Now, what the Mora understands right now, I mean, he's saying is that's, it's, uh, that's the most. Right? Rav Papa's asking Rav, uh, 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 Rav Papa was asking Rav, uh, who was he asking over here? Rabbi, Rabbi. Right, that's not a buyer. So he's asking a buyer from what seems to be a bryce uh, that seems that the max you're chayev is five. Now, according to a buyer, how much should you have been chayev? Six. Because that, 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 that general statement, don't eat the things that come from the vine, should have been another reason. Now, something to think about is why, you, you could have asked it from the first case, right? He says, if he drank wine, he's only chayev one. According to a buyer, if you drink wine, why shouldn't you be chayev two? Right? Think about that for a moment. Uh, it might not be a valid question. But anyway, that, that, but the point is, it clearly gets his five, and, and why didn't it say now? Why not get six? For that general prohibition, Achaz al Mikol Asheyase, one from Mikol Asheyase, anything that is that comes from the vine. So, more answers. Who says it's an exhaustive list? From these cases, you're high five. Yeah, you might be high of six because it's not giving you all of the prohibitions. It's just telling you you're high for the different items. Five. What about? Yeah, you could be high of the vine. Would answer. You could be uh, high of the six one as well. So, therefore, ton of a shy. It's not exhaustive. Now, we know that if you don't give an exhaustive list, how many cases do you have to leave out? You can't just leave out one. Because you're going to leave out one case, you should have left out, they should have included it. So if you have at least two violations that are being left out, I understand. So why are you only, so therefore, so my shire, the high shire, what else was left out that you consider this to be an omission? So what it says like this, we know that anytime you make a Nazirus, you made a nether. So violating your Nazirus is ostensibly also violating the prohibition of lo yachal devaro, which would also be another reason to get lashes. So there is two things that you get lashes you left out. One is for the general statement, and one is for lo yachal. Right? That's why Nazir follows Nadar. Right, it is a, yeah, it's a, all right, it's a form of nether, correct. Now, Imishum Hai, Lavshiru, Moran says that's not a valid answer. Because I'll tell you that the reason why Nedra was left out, not because it's an omission, is because we're only listing those lashes that are germane specifically to the laws of Nazir. They're getting lashes for Loyachal Devara is not a specific Nazir halacha that applies by all the Dorim. So to say that's one of the cases we're left out, that's difficult to say because we're only listing for this particular, for Nazirus. Related halachas, what are you getting lashes for? Someone says, "Hi, love shiura." That's not considered left out. Kiktani midi the lo yisev We only count in those violations that don't apply in other areas of halacha, specifically nazir. Lo yachal devara yisev That applies by all nedarim, right? There, but that's not left out. So we're back to our question. Our question is, why didn't it mention six? It was that there, like, uh, that, why is that, according to you, that should be included? No, it was left out. Well, then what else is left out? Say, Yachab, al is not a good, that's not considered left out. So, Ravashi, there is another thing that was left out. We learned earlier in the Mesechta, is that it says, Mechatsonim Adzag. Very interesting, it's from the Chatsonim, from the pits, until the 
skin. So we learn that even though it's not the normal way to eat, but if a person takes the pulp by itself, normally the way you eat a grape back in the day was, you eat it without skinning it, without taking out the... That's how they ate it. But if a person just takes out the pulp, the Ba'ad teaches me Yechayim for the pulp on its own. So I'll tell you what was left out in that when you eat a cluster of grapes, it could have listed if you peeled it, and you're Yechayim for the pulp. But didn't say that. Why didn't it say that? It's left out. Now you have two things that are left out. It left out the Lav Shabbat and it left out the case of the pulp. That's what the Gemara is answering. So, Amalei Ravina Barzak Yol Ravashi Vahashir Debeina Benayim You're leaving out the Beina Benayim You're leaving out the pulp. That's being left out. Because that itself would be a Chiddush and that was learned out from the word Ba'ad. Now, it says the Gemara like this. Now, just the Lomdus here is beautiful. Saying, this works according to Abayim. How many cases are there for eating a cluster? There's five cases. There's five lashes. Why is it not mentioned a sixth one? Because it's leaving out two cases. So it could have mentioned a sixth, it could have mentioned a seventh. From the same cluster, you could add seven cases, okay? But the question is like this, what about Rava? According to Rava, he holds you don't get lashes for lashes of the chlolos. So then according to Rava, then why didn't he include the case of pulp? The only logical thing is it left it out. But what else did it leave it out with? Well, if it left it out, according to a rabbi, it comes out good. It left it out from the lamps of Achlolos. But according to Rova, that's not left out. So now you have a kasha. Why did it only leave out one case? Why did it leave out the case of the Pope? That's the kasha now. So you want to say it like this. And then we have to answer according to Rova. So, Ella Amar Apopo, Lo Tanya Midi Chamesh. Apopo says, I own up. I, uh, this Bryce never said anything about five. The Bryce that I quoted of a letter said that if a person ate these things, he gets lashes with this, 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 but it never says five sets of lashes, right? I said five. Said, what do you mean you said five? How can you ask a kasha on a buyer that it says five and not six if the Bryce had never mentioned five? You asked it as a teyufta, you asked a reputation that it says five. And if it didn't say five, my time at Usve, then why did you ask it as reputation? So Rabbi says something over here, which uh, it's questionable, the integrity, but he says, listen, I thought Abayah is making this up on his own. His own logic. I think there should be six. So therefore, I wanted to see if he's only making it himself and I show him as a brisa that says it doesn't apply, then he'll back off. I didn't realize he had a Masora. If he has a Masora that it should be six, then, then, then he's going to put up a fight because how could his Masora argue, how could he be a brisa that he's got a Masora that comes from earlier generations that it should be six. So therefore, I made up the brisa as if it says five to see what his reaction would be. All right. Now, the fact is that it doesn't really say five. If it doesn't really say five, then you don't have a Kasha on Rova either. Because it wasn't left out, right? So when it says like this, Tanya, my time, it listens, why do you ask the questions? Amra Papa. Anasabri, I thought Lav Gamora Hibiyode, that in Abaya didn't have it as a Masora. He didn't have it as a tradition. He just made it up himself on his own logic. Right? Vahadar Bey, and when he's faced with a Brisa that contradicts him, he'll say, okay, his integrity will be uh, I made it I, I, it was my logic. I'm not gonna argue with the Brisa, so I back off. Veloyadana de Gemara Hibiyada. I didn't realize when he said six, it wasn't just a, uh, when he said you get Malchus for the Lazarus Lolos of you, it wasn't just his own Svara. It wasn't, right? And that's why he refused to back down. So I have to come clean. And therefore, what ended up being a Kasha and Abaya now ended up being a Kasha and Rava. It's not really a Kasha and Rava because the Bryce never really says five to begin with. Oh, one second. Let's just finish to the end there. Rabbi and Azariah. We had a machlok between Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yehuda when the Pasuk says, Chartzanim Adzag. What are Chartzanim what are Zag? One of them referred to the pits. One of them referred to the skins. Which one refers to the pits? Which one refers to the skins? There was a machlok as Tanoim. The Mora wants to know the following. If you take a look, the Targum Unkulus, the Targum Unkulus, the way he translates, we're going to know, we're going to see whose Shita does it go in. Does it go in Rabbi Yehuda's Shita or does it go in the Opinion of 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 uh, Rabbi Yossi. So I'm Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef was the master, the Boki. He was blind, so he remembered everything by heart through the Aramaic, because you're not going to study Pesukim by heart. So you remember the Aramaic. So he was the Boki of of Aramaic. Mikan Kaman Targuminan, whose translation of Targum the Unculus is Meputzanim Vat Itzurim. He says Chatzanim Adzag. He translates Meputzanim Ad Itzurim. Now Putzanim Ad Itzurim, we know what it means in Aramaic. Putzanim are seeds, Itzurim are skins. So whose translation is he following? That's going, the Targum Unculus is following the Shita of Rabbi Yosef. I'm going to have a good day.